Hey, it's Friday night and the NFL draft's on. I know if you're a Falcons fan, you must be thinking, gee whiz, when did we just hire Matt Millen? It's warm beer in the cheap seats. This is Casey. I'm with Big Mike. Welcome to the show. What's happening, everybody? Big Mike. It's Friday night. You know what that means. It's warm beer in the cheap seats, and here we are. Uh, I missed everybody last week, and uh, it's good to be back. I hope everybody missed me. Maybe, maybe not. And uh, I know my friends did. Our listeners, that's questionable. We missed you, Big Mike. Thanks, buddy. It's good to have you. It's good to be back. Uh, I brought some stories. Salute. Salute. Clink. I brought some stories. We got we got a very full plate tonight with lots and lots and lots of interesting topics. I missed you too, Di. Thanks. Hi, Di. So we got Johnny Depp. We got, I'm going to give you a little NASCAR report from uh the event and we got big ed he's gonna have a rock and roll retrospective uh casey's gonna catch us up on what's going on with baseball yes the baseball minute we got uh elon musk we'll we'll tackle that in a little bit there's some found food that we want to talk about yes and then as casey mentioned coming in nfl draft that's been uh dominating the airwaves so here we go a one and a two and a three. It's warm beer in the cheap seats. Yes. Uh, so we're, we're back for another week. Uh, and the other big announcement um, in our household, uh, we got our two little furry friends. Uh, they're going to be part of the show. Fantastic. It's um, Beaker and Animal, the two furry friends. And then it's so you got out, Muppets? I got little, little furry Muppets. And it turns out that Die gets a new puppy. And names it Fozzie. Wow. Without knowing. Yeah. It, it was like a, a greater collective consciousness going on. Of Muppetness. Yes. It, you know, just um, just one of those things. We can't go wrong with a Muppet. Nope. Nope. So, uh, you know, so that's where we're at. So that, that was kind of new immediately in the household uh, for us. So uh, Sweet Melissa and I got our hands full with that. I got to imagine. Some wild, wacky stuff. Do you have to like uh speaking of new little kittens, do you have to like train them to use the litter box or is that kind of instinctive? It's kind of instinctive. Um I got them, they're 10 weeks old, so they kind of had an idea. What you gotta do is just show them where it's at and they'll it's figure like, it out. It's like if you have to take a dump, go here. Yeah. Now when they're like baby baby, a little younger, you gotta keep just throwing back into the here, poop here. Yes. You got to like take their paw and make them, you know, move the the litter around. Mm. And then they'll eventually figure it out. Cats are very, very easy to uh, train. Uh, house break. House break. As, as opposed to um, dogs. Dags or any other um, animals. Varmints. Parrots. Yes. Uh, Rabbits. Par- parrots are like the Pope. They'll just shit in the woods. They don't care. Perfect. Yeah. What's well, cool? That's exciting. New kittens named after Muppets. Die's got a new puppy named after a Muppet. Actually, I had a brother that had a macaw. It always just pooped in the same spot. Really? Yes. I mean, there'd be a the mound ex- at the bottom. <laughs> I mean, it's it's really weird. I don't know 
why or if they mean to do that. But uh, just same maybe, spot. Maybe he was uh, building a poop mountain. Maybe I, it was a challenge for him. Can I poop in the same place? I just look at that bird and you're like, you poop whatever you want. He'd be like, hey, can you watch him for the weekend? That thing was so freaking mean. I There were a couple of times I'm pretty sure he was about to take off a finger. Really? Yeah, he had to be quicker on that thing. It did not like anyone but him. Um, so not very social, not as social, McCall. No, no, not at all. I thought he was a lunatic for having it, but uh, he had it for a while. And then How long? Those things live a long time, don't they? They did. And then uh, there was a guy, he knew a friend, and uh, he ended up kind of taking it because uh, he just had too much stuff going on, kids in the house, and, you know, it just wasn't going to work out. So Mr. McCall or Mrs. McCall, whatever it may have been. Oh, he got to a good home. I mean, he's That's like good. on a huge farm and. Not like where you take a dog yeah, to the farm. Uh, to the farm. I, 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 it's I funny because I was going to go there. That. No, no. I, where, where, Mommy, where's the dog? <laughs> Daddy took it to the farm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not that kind of farm. Right. You take a rabbit to the farm. You come home with uh, some Lucky Charms. Yeah. Mm, yummy. Hey, l- let's get into this. Yes. Um, this Johnny Depp trial... With oh. his ex old lady. Well, we, we we're waiting. Someone's supposed to be. Oh, uh, am I jumping the gun? Yeah, yeah. On the Johnny, we we got to wait on that okay. one because we have I we get, have I... a special panel assembled. Oh, everyone, everyone stand by. Standing by. Um, well, but, let, but let's talk about your trip. So you you went up uh, again. Big Mike, being our NASCAR correspondent, went out. I went to a NASCAR race. I went to Talladega, the Geico Five Hundred. I attended three races this past weekend. So went to the Arca race, went to the Xfinity race and the cup race on Sunday. So it was a good time. Camped out, drank some beer, cooked some food, smoked some cigars. It was, it was pretty good. Boobies? No boobies this trip. Not even like a guy you're like, that's Frank. Frank, put your shirt on, Frank. Your, Frank, Frank. We did not have but one visitor to our campsite and it was a drunk guy named Ted. So Ted, if you're listening, Ted from Georgia, he wandered over on, uh, it was on, in fact, Friday night, our first night, uh, at, you know, at the track and that was it. No, no visitors, which was okay. We had a good time. Nevertheless, Yes. But here's here's one thing I picked up at the track. People watching, right? It's like going to any sporting event. You're going to people watch. And the strange thing that I came across is grown men and overalls. Oh, like, sh- like overalls that aren't like blue jean overalls, but like shorts. Right. And red, white, and blue with stars. Right. Like an American flag overall situation. And just weird. Wearing cowboy boots. They look they look like the fucking village people. Huh. So men, I, I that was the 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 oddity I saw at the track. Men wearing shorts with cowboy boots. That is a weird that's uh, what they that's that's what girls do, not dudes. And and some of these were shirtless dudes. 
with shorts and cowboy boots well, on. Were they cleaning their romper? They couldn't wear that. I, I guess the romper was dirty, mm. you know, or they wore it the night before in camp. So that was that. That was the strange oddity I picked up for the show. Was uh, men, grown men cowboy boots and shorts and just I don't understand it. Jorts. Jorts. They there were jorts and then just regular shorts. Mm-hmm. And then the and then the overall shorts overall shorts, red, white, and blue. There's more than one guy dressed like that, so I, I couldn't figure it out. Just again, these people are looking in the mirror before they leave and go, "Yeah, I look good." And maybe they don't have a mirror. Maybe they don't. And, and it's uh, and Die says it's Alabama, but Die, we got people from all over the country. There are license plates from all over the country. So I don't know if it's just the Alabama people. They could have moved from Alabama. They could have. <laughs> but there were New York, Pennsylvania, Idaho, That's Iowa, Georgia, of course, which is close. Florida, of course, which is close. I mean, you had license plates from all over the country. So could these all have been Alabamans? Possibly. I didn't I didn't do a survey. Mm-hmm. War Eagle. So next year. Were you, were you pleased with the outcome of the race? I was pleased. Uh, the racing was pretty. Let's talk about the cup race. The racing was good. There was very, very, very little of the single file, follow the leader racing. Towards the end of the race, they did get in line and just ride around for about 20 laps, which you're going to get that in any race, especially in any super speedway race. But they were able to pass. There were a lot of lead changes. And it wasn't boring. I mean, it was pretty exciting. It was good to see Eric Jones in the 43 car get up and lead a bunch of laps. Yep. The Hendrick cars got up front and led a bunch of laps. I mean, they get, there was a point that it was running William Byron, the five car and the nine car, just freight train in it on the inside, uh, on the inside line and just leading and doing their thing, keeping Chevrolet out front. But the race was good. The ending was epic, with uh, which is going to bring us into the next topic. As Kyle Larson was changing lanes on the last lap. Here, this is probably what it sounded like. Here, here we'll get this queued up for you. Oh, let's see. We're, we're, we got to see. <laughs> Um, Casey's got a uh, some an audio bite for us. No, keep going. Set they still up. need to give them a little more power, Big Mike. It could have been more. Uh, Big Ed, they, they could. I tell you what, on TV, it was a it was more of a snoozer than than you think. Well, no, I taped the race, and I I've watched halfway through the race already, and I didn't think it was awful. I thought I, and again, but I'm looking at it with different eyes, maybe because I was there, but will they give these cars more power in the super speedways? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think NASCAR will do that. I think they may tweak spoilers. So they're going to do something to free them up so they could, could get around a little faster. 
get around each other, not around the track, but the pass. You got to depend on three or four cars to pass. I, I just think you should have just a little throttle to get around somebody. And, and you know what? This is something that NASCAR has struggled with since the invent of the restrictor plate. What if they had a little button and they could hit in their car and it says boost and they hit that <laughs> at certain times? It gives them a little boost. Like a video game. Could be happening. Hey, do you have that? Uh, oh, do you have that? Yeah. Uh, this is Kyle Larson. Oh. All right, it's not going to play. How much signal I need to cut across eight lane? None? <laughs> I turn now. Good luck, everybody else. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so, uh, yep. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> So that was an audio clip that actually, Denny Hamlin actually retweeted. Yeah, you can't you can't find it on Twitter because he, he had to take it down. He had to take it down. Oh. So this it was and it was a, a whole meme. He so he shows this clip. It's from Family Guy, and it's the Asian lady, and she causes this uh, twenty car pileup in the interstate. And then he shows the Talladega race where Kyle Larson just wipes out half the field, making a bonehead move. Yeah, he Kyle Larson was riding. It was the second lane. The, the second lane, he went to move, or was you know he was in the bottom lane, and he went to move up. He got into Kurt Busch, who then got into Bubba Wallace, and Bubba took a hard lick, yeah, hard lick into the wall, and um, just totally changed the outcome of that race. Uh, opened up the door for Ross Chase Chastain to win his second race of the season, yep. which was pretty cool. Does he ride around with a watermelon in the car? Just no, in I, I sent out a story to everybody. So here's the story about the watermelon. There is a watermelon that Trackhouse Racing carries on the truck. It travels in its very own case. <laughs> so that watermelon is at the ready when he wins. So a 60-year-old truck driver, their primary truck driver, is in charge of it. So, I forget the truck driver's name. I should have had this written down. He ran from the pits mm -hmm. to the transporter and from the transporter to Ross out on the front stretch so he would have the watermelon. So, the man's running the length of the football field twice. He's running... With a watermelon? Well, one, one way without, the next way with. Right. And dude's 60. There was a TikTok video that was in the uh, news article yeah. that showed him running like a <laughs> linebacker. <laughs> that, that gets heavy after a while. It does. But he got the watermelon. And, I, and from my seats, I saw this dude. I'm like, look at the old dude running <laughs> with the watermelon. And the here he comes, gives it to Ross, and he does the old watermelon spikeroonie. On the front stretch. Do you think uh, Gallagher watches that and he's like, "That's my bit"? I don't. Know. I think Gallagher watches it and he, he and he pumps his fist. Should have like Gallagher out there with them. It's he with would, sledge o matic Sledge-O-Matic. That's uh, hi Jillian. That's Jillian's. Uh, I think that's her. No. New, I think that's her guy now. Is uh, Ross Chastain because I've I've uh, I've subjected. I thought, Gall I thought Gallagher was her guy. No, no, okay. not Gallagher. I was a little confused on that comment. So I've subjected Jill to NASCAR. 
We miss you, Jill. And uh, she, I think that's going to be who she quite possibly pulls for. So anyway, let me tell you, people cheered their ass off for um, Ross. Do you, do you think he would get as much cheer if, like, his family, they were, like, sugar beet farmers? No. Yeah. <laughs> because what do you do with a sugar beet? Sugar beet's not going to... It just doesn't have the same pizzazz. Yeah. Is a sugar beet just a beet? Yeah. It, it would probably bounce if you spiked it on the racetrack. Yeah. It's like, why did you do that? Why are you, throw, why are you yeah. abusing the produce? Yeah, it's soybean. He's just got a soybean <laughs> he throws down. Blink! <laughs> Yeah, so, it doesn't have the same. Does it? Does, just doesn't. If it's not a, it's just not like a sunflower seed. You know, it's like it just be lost <laughs> in the air. It's like, the fuck was that? It is sunflower finish. seed. I'd rather see a backflip. A seagull just probably rips it out of his hand, anyways. Cackle. So anyway, it, it was good time. Talladega was nice. It was warm. Oh, the, the last the last thirty laps. It got interesting. You know, they did. They tried like hell to move around. And the outside just a surprise lane. finish. That, I, yeah. that was awesome. The uh, outside lane couldn't get going at all during the day. It, it seemed like it, the cars running on the outside lane, you could get up to the third or fourth place car. And unless you had a lot of cars in that, that outside lane, you, you weren't going any further. It would, it would kind of stall out. I, I don't know why they don't listen to the drivers. The drivers know what they need. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. Just a thought. But it wasn't a stinker. No, no. I've been to real some real stinkers. Paid one hundred eighty dollars to see, uh, you know, a two mile freight train for three hours. <laughs> yeah. I I think that's just the the the. The risk you take, if you if you will, at a super speedway, they're yeah. an animal. You know what package I like the best? What's was that? A, that year, that year that Earnhardt won, he came from like twenty cars back with Kenny Wallace and worked their way through the pack. There was a little strip over the windshield, and it just put a yeah, big hole. That, that Wickerville. I, that, so that, funny you say that, Big Ed. I, I I was talking about this with another NASCAR friend earlier this week and he mentioned that so i wonder if that wicker bill will make its way back and that's just enough to dirty up the air a little more yeah it wasn't a bad idea because they weren't going any faster than they were last week no no i mean they were i, I mean a buck 90 is about what you were seeing maybe a buck 92 i think the fastest lap uh Noah Gregson, who is a Bush or Bush Series Xfinity Series regular, he won on Saturday. He was in the Cup race. He had the Wendy's car, and it was the Biggie Bag Wendy's car. <laughs> yeah, and he had the fastest lap at one ninety five back in the tra- back, and he was running in the pack. So that's obviously with a good, you know, he was drafting somebody. But yeah, yeah, one nineties. That's all you're gonna see. He, you see him at one ninety, still eating a frosty. Well, listen, he he's had his head. He's like, I ate it too fast. I Case, he did it up. His his driver's uniform was like this the is not stri- a biggie. This is a smally, smally bag. He had like one of those old fashioned <laughs> like, uh, 
news newsboy caps on. Yeah, yeah. To match his uniform, his striped <laughs> blue uniform. He right. looked like it looked like he worked at Wendy's. I, I was ready to order some fries mm-hmm. and a frosty from him. He's like Dave Thomas is a standout guy. Dave Thomas. He was brilliant with a square hamburger. That's right. Wasn't More hamburger because they don't cut bag? corners. They don't cut corners. Is there a song that went with the biggie bag? I don't know, but the biggie, biggie bag. bag alert. It's oh, a yeah. bag. Oh, that's alert. right. Thank you. I'm like, wait. It's a biggie bag's a bar. That's a that's I think that's, that's the best value of the douche bag alert. Douche right. bag. Douche bag alert. It's a douche bag alert. Well, I'll tell you what. All right, all right. Hold on, big guy. Jesus. That's uh, one of the be- best values in fast food. Like crinkling stuff. I'll, what what are we mind. eating, Big Ed? What do we got going on? Nothing. I've lost 19 pounds. I'm not doing anything. No, congratulations. That's fantastic. That is fantastic. I just shifted my position because I have no TV, no, I have no internet. I don't even know how I got on with the phone. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> just get a big flash on the TV. You have an outage. Like they, it's it's till nine thirty. Like they know exactly when it'll be finished. Well, it's part. It's part of the Build Back Better program. I guess I don't know. We're building back better. All right. We sure are. All right, Rush. So, but no, the biggie bag. That's a that's one of the best values in fast food, in my opinion. Yeah. You get a burger, fries. Nuggets and a drink. Oh, a couple nugs. Yeah, you get major uh, bag alert. I just remembered. Bag alert. Major bag. Oh, big. I know. I kind of like the two beef and cheddars for six bucks. That's you can't beat at that. the old Arby's. Arby's is solid. Oof. That's like something totally on the go, on the fly. You could eat with, with yeah. minimal amount of liquids. It just slides down the gullet. <laughs> yeah, it's also on the go to the bathroom too. <laughs> That's a uh, no. I it's a, it doesn't need liquids to slide out of the other gullet either. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a good digestive system still. I'm blessed. Yikes! Arby's is good though. I'm a fan. I, I had some Arby's last week for the first time. They're probably life. the most inconsistent of all the fast foods. Arby's. Really. Arby's just has to be a front for money laundering. It has yeah. to be. I've, I've never seen more than one car in a Arby's parking lot ever, ever. Going over by my place of work, it's usually pretty busy. Really? Wow. So I don't think the mafia owns I, that one. I agree with Casey on this one, big time. The one out in NPR, ain't much going on there. Same with the I mean, they, they probably stick the whole cow in the fucking grinder and they make that roast beef, you know, minus yeah, that's the hair. That's fine. That's it's what makes kangaroo. it moist, I guess. It's probably kangaroo. <laughs> kangaroo. You know what? If it's kangaroo, then it's fucking tasty. <laughs> it's tasty, mate. <laughs> oh, there's a little roux in the pocket too. <laughs> oh, this oh, where they get their horsey sauce. <laughs> I'll have a little another grill of shrimp on the Bobby. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Hey, so big guy, what did you think about that forty-three car running out front? This uh, past week, I, I love the paint scheme too. It was cool. It's Air Force. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was a very cool. Coupled. That's Casey Air Force, but no, it was a cool paint scheme. So I was happy. I was happy to see a forty-three car. I thought it was his day. 
Yeah, yeah, I could see me rooting for Ross Chastain. He's a regular guy. Yeah, he's he he smoked the tires too. He ripped it apart. He ripped them apart too. I don't know if you could see it from where you were sitting, but when he when he did his burnout, I was sitting. He just cooked the tires right down to the rim, both of them. I sat row forty on the, you know, second second level, so it was row forty. Um, just past the start finish line. So good view of the trioval. Yeah, I think uh Talladega seating is better than Daytona. Well, the thing here's my here's my two cents on Talladega. There's a whole lot less going on in the infield than there is at Daytona. So there's a lot less that you have to look around or Yeah, yeah. The pit they didn't build up the pits behind Pit Road, you know, like the, the seating and stuff. Right, right. It's trying to squeeze that'd be penny. Nothing like Indianapolis. Indianapolis is the worst, but yeah, I've never been that. But T-Bone. I haven't either. I, I haven't either. But everybody I talk to at Indy, it doesn't matter where you sit. You just see the piece of racetrack in front of you, and that's it. Oh yeah, yeah. A lot of destruction. Overrated. <laughs> but I do want to go. That's that's a racetrack. That's a race I want to attend. Sure, is the Indy Five Hundred. Yeah, I mean, that's motor. So I'm going to shift gear just a little, still sports, but I've been trying to take a peek at the USFL because it's on during these other events we're talking about. And I don't find it terrible. I was saying the same thing. Uh, I don't find it good, though, either. But I I don't know. Like, they're they're not as sloppy as I thought they'd be for like a first year, you know? Like, they're executing, their timing isn't that bad. They're just. Everybody has like one standout. There's not, I, mean, I don't think the talent is equal. It's impressive considering there was no training. They just kind of showed up a week prior and they started playing yeah. football. Um, I, But they don't even have family going. I mean, the stands are absolutely empty. All the games are in Alabama. I don't, I don't understand. What, are they selling tickets to these games? Yeah, yeah. They, they're they're on Twitter like come out and see us and like no one's no one's there no one no one no one there's there. like ten people in the stands I mean I think it's worse than COVID time like yeah I, that's seven main oh yeah that, they're piping in the sound I'm like they last that, that was one thing I wanted to bring up I'm, I'm watching I'm like oh, that was a good play and also it's like wow wow I'm like and and then the quarterbacks barking his signals and it's like echoing big time. Like we watched the Nats game. Remember, we could hear the camera shutter. Right. I say that's what that sound was. Was the camera every time the pitcher threw the ball? That that's exactly what, you know the the plays. Everything was just echoing off everything. And like, yeah, they're piping in the sound big time. Well, I, I tell you, the Houston Astros would have liked this league because I could sit at home <laughs> to have everyone mic. You could hear what they're saying. I'm like, why don't you have someone just watch it in the parking lot and then radio in like, well, they just called the fucking run play to the left. I heard him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He said it on the mic. Like this is, this is Houston. Astro. Like, like if Carlos Beltran was the head coach of a football team, you've got to be going, uh Oh, they're listening. You know, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if it's going to work. I mean, we haven't since the original USFL spring football hasn't worked. Uh, I mean, the XFL is going to make another go at it next year. Um, is the XFL going to compete with the USFL? 
they're going to. They're gonna. I, as far as I know, they're gonna be spring league. Okay. Well, how how much talent is there to go around? I, I don't know. I mean, judging by what I saw, not enough. You, you got to sign a big guy that comes out of college. You, yeah. You, I mean, that's that's how the original USFL competed. Was they got Steve Young and Jim Kelly and Herschel Walker and Doug Flutie to not go to the NFL and come to the USFL. You have to pay someone big money because in the end, you, you need some talent and you need some names. Sure you do. That's going to be your draw. You know, you know, because otherwise uh, you're, you're, you're a semi-pro league and then you just need to play in a high school stadium and just be done with it and put it on public access. If that's still such a thing. Casey, you know, it's funny. You said, uh, if Carlos Beltran was the manager. Yeah. In my Facebook memories on April 29, 2014, okay. I put in, I see Beltran is still looking at inside changeups. Dot, 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 bum. Yep. Yep. That's why he needed a, a camera and a, and a crew to tell him what was coming. <laughs> yeah. That's why if everyone, he's not in baseball, he was the ringleader. Allegedly. But um, he, he yeah, told well, the I knew he had over. bum written all over him. He, fucking guy. I, I didn't like him. He just was a bust for the Mets. Yeah. Well, they paid him a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah, that, he got the best of that deal. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Lo siento. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Bilingual show now. Mm-hmm. Yes. We're well, I want I, I want our, our, our multicultural fans, you know. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're not we're not one sided, you know. We're not one dimensional here on the old WBCS. WBCS. We're multi-dimensional. Yeah. Hey, so Jimmy Mike's not going to join, I don't think, is he? I, I think from the correspondence, it, it looks like negatory on that. Yeah. Well, what do you think? Do, she might be a victim of chompers, mm, which we'll, get, we'll circle back. Okay, so... Well, so go ahead. Um, well... So, the Johnny Depp trial is going on. So this Amber is Heard. like a, a, a this is the second. Him, so him and his ex-wife. Yes. This is like a defamation trial that like Ag- against her. Against her. Wait, can we yes. start over for those of us who live under rocks? Can you give us a brief little? Johnny Depp. Uh, I think that's what he's doing. Johnny Depp was on a TV show called Twenty One Jump Street, that starred. Dom DeLuise's kid, Peter DeLuise. What happened? Oh, not that far. Okay. What happened to Peter DeLuise? Was that it? That, he like, still might be acting that show and just doesn't know it was canceled. I don't know. <laughs> was he fat like his dad? Uh, he was husky. <laughs> husky, yeah. Which I would imagine a young Dom DeLuise would have been. Yeah, Richard Grieco in that show too. Just brought in. I think he was actually. I think he was brought in to replace Depp. Depp left. Anyway, so. Johnny Depp and Amber Heard were married for a few years, and uh, they got divorced. It was <laughs> pretty, pretty bad divorce, but um, she had made some comments, and uh, there was something leaked to the press and uh, allegations of that he's abusive, and uh, now he's out of work. Disney doesn't take kindly to that kind of shit. You know, Captain Jack Sparrow 
roles may not be presented to him. Well, he was part of the Harry Potter world. And oh, so was he? I, I yes, didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah. So the the new like um with Dumbledore and whatever. Oh, you I don't know what the fuck that is. It, it's but. like when one of the wizards transition. I don't fucking know. But <laughs> in either case, he's going to know something. You would almost defined it. But go ahead. Yeah. So he was going to be. Yeah, he was going to be fantastic in, beast. That's what it's called. I was just sitting there holding your magic wand that we don't see. I really so, don't understand it. Dumbledore, but he's like tapping the desk. So Johnny like Depp, just, yeah. So Johnny Depp was going to be <laughs> right, so, in, so, in the Harry Potter franchise. So so he's he sued, I believe. I don't know. It was a British uh, newspaper. He lost that case. Um, but it's another lawsuit against her now, because basically he's out of work because of her. That he's saying, and oh, defamation. Y- yeah, and you know he's going on trial saying he's the one that's been uh, abused. So there's a lot of he said, she said, but oh I saw today he was laughing in court. That doesn't surprise me. Oh, there, there's been some. He's a little nutty. Well, a that, little. that goes that goes way back. I mean, <laughs> we we could talk about Johnny for hours. Um, sure. You know, I mean, he's. He's a musician. That's an actor. He always wanted to be a musician. Oh, he just, okay. You know, he's just he's just a hot boy, and he just got cast because he's just uh, he's a hot boy. They're just like, oh, let's put him in. He turned. He's a good actor. Don't don't get me wrong, but he he's been trying to chase music since, and just with no success. Yeah, I mean, he's got music friends, and um, like I think he's close with like Alice Cooper. He's got a. Uh, a weird line of friends, but there there's interesting stuff that's come out in the, the trial. Duff McKagan plays in his band. Uh, is that the, the, the Hollywood vampires? Is that what that band is? is that what yeah. Called? It's Duff McKagan, him. And I forget another talented I think, person. I think, I think Alice Cooper's in that with them. Could be. He's got like the, you know, three most talented guys in, in uh modern day rock, you know? Well, I was just oh anyway, so what came out in the trial, uh, he refers to champagne as chompers. Chompers. Yes. Chompers. Well, chompers. Pete? No. Short for champagne. Chompers. Oh. Apparently chompers? there's one other person in the country that does that. Yeah. Really? <laughs> and uh she's not available right now. Maybe she had too much of a spot of purple. That's also what he calls red wine a spot of purple. It's weird. Yeah. Oh, Rush Limbaugh's sister knows that? No. 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 Sorry. Nope. Nope. Rush Limbaugh's sister. No. No, I don't know. Never mind. Just, yep. Moving on. Anyway, so, yeah, and then he had to talk about her. Oh, no, no, not that one. He, He called it a grumpy. Yeah, talk about no. what? That's when I found the grumpy in the bed. What? What's that? What What did he call it? Again, we're going to apparently or allegedly. Allegedly, I think. Amber Heard, who I guess Gianni started calling her Amber Turd. She, she took a yes, crap because she leaves on the, uh, what did he call it, in the upper deck or something? No, no, no. She'd, um, leave, turds in the, she'd leave turds in the upper deck. No, he she she pooped in the bed, apparently. Whoa. Yeah, but she would also poop in the toilet tank to drive her oh. crazy. 
because yeah. it would smell and he couldn't figure it out. Yeah. Oh, an upper decker. Yeah. 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 This is all like, just weird, I man. I feel like him saying that is not helping his case any. So. That's when Amber would poop on top of the tank. Oh my! Shoot! No, shoot! Poop in my, the tank. My question like, is: uh, Would she take a turd on the Aquaman set? Oh, um, subway slam! Subway slam! Um, well, that's a good question. Up? Well, that that would be a good question for the cross examination. Yeah. That, yes. However, someone would say objection outside the scope. Yeah. They would say, please refer to that as a Stanley steamer. <laughs> wow, this is all just, this is just bizarre. This whole trial is bizarre. Yes. Maybe it's really a movie. <laughs> just say no to drugs. Certainly though. seems like it's scripted, but. Well, you know. He, he wanted to be uh, a very eccentric person. And he's just living it right out, yeah. isn't he? Yep. Eccentric people get turds in the upper deck. Yeah. That's what happens. So she'd take a dump in the, the tank? Yeah. Wait, you- Who does no. shit like that? Wait, you're not Amber Turd. Um, Amber Turd. Amber, Amber Turd. <laughs> That's weird. That's just I, weird. I, I got to give it to Johnny. That is a good name. That is. These are gotta get, listen. You gotta give credit where credit's due. That's All a right, good I got you. I, I for <laughs> real. But these are like, why would you do? That? I don't know, man. Dude, the broad is fucking crazy. That's why. <laughs> I don't know. She was married to him. I mean, I'm upset that Subway's name don't rhyme with turd because I <laughs> want to call him Subway Turd. Subway Turd. <laughs> Subway Turd. Uh-uh. I'm sure it wouldn't be hard to find an actual Subway Turd. Wow. Just kidding there, bud. Strange. I, I, I know that. So <laughs> fill me in. So fill me in here so far. Uh, um, how's the trial going? Who's well, he, he's not, he was on, on the stand for like four days. No, he is the defendant. Yes. And then um, – no, 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 no. He's the plaintiff? Yeah, he's the plaintiff in this. Okay. Um, I think she went on – the stand yesterday, but they, I mean, they brought in like psychologists and psychiatrists yeah. and also, you know, they're reading texts from so, each other because yeah. how goofy are they? Well, you know, because they're talking shit about each other to other people. Mm. So also you're trying to take that in context of, yeah. is it, do you take it literal or is just someone blowing off steam or is it exaggerated? Well, I could say it's a, it's a text. You if you, you can understand, like to be sarcastic, but send it in a text. It, it doesn't read. The same no, it's not. It's a text. It's, 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 there's, yeah. you, there's no voice inflection to right. it's right. decipher it, what it's it, very easily take it out of context. Sure. It's a text. It's written words. I was just talking about this, about my past job. You can't put to me. You can't put very much meaning behind. No, I mean it's black and white. Like it's I don't. Yeah, but if someone texts you, she took a shit in the upper deck. Well, that that's you know again that's yeah. Alleged or not, it's so this sarcasm, <laughs> witty. It's it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. It's funny, is what it is. <laughs> yeah, 
No, this just goes to show yeah. who rules the world because otherwise yeah. these lawyers would be gone. Well, he's broke, so I'm not sure how oh. much he's going to be able to pay his lawyers because uh, his business manager basically uh, ripped him off. Really? Well, and then, you know, when you start buying an island and that costs however much a month island. to maintain. Maintain. Who the fuck I wants mean, to own an island? Is he Jack is he is he poor? Probably not. No, but he's cash poor. Perfect. I mean, right. he at a point I think they said he was spending twenty thousand dollars a month on wine. <laughs> oh like, my god. Okay, okay. Let, let me yeah, just I'm like, hey, look, just get a good box wine, dude. Yeah, hey, go to the liquor store. No one will know the difference. It's Buy some wine longer. for twelve bucks, it'll be okay. Get back, put it in a box. It's gonna see through. No, they got it in plastic. They make some There's a bladder. Box yeah, wine. a bladder. Yeah, bladder. <laughs> Did she pee in the top deck? Oh God. Does that re- leave? That has to leave some kind of residue. I was thinking when she pooped the bed, she had to pee because if I poop, I always pee. I do too. I can't just. So she took a dump. I, I just the... can't do number two without number one. <laughs> I'm with you. They're I coming think... together. Strolling down the, yep. the lane together. Oh, my. Milk, milk, lemonade. Around the corner, fudge is made. <laughs> Maybe that'll be set on the trial because it's along those same I know lines. people think in Casey someone said that before, but that's public domain. It is public domain. <laughs> now, the happy birthday song, that's not. That's not? No. Nope. There's... Someone wrote that song. Hey, here's my you know. Speaking of what's public domain and not, just uh, can we let's do a sidebar here. What if we played? I was thinking about music, right? Yeah. If we played sound alike music, is that still? Are you still? Is there still copyright infringements at that point? I don't think so. Like like a MIDI file. Well, like like say it's a popular song, but it's not by the artist. It's done by somebody it's called a sound alike oh. they would use it in television hmm. yeah may, maybe okay can, can you use it without paying the royalties or you pay less royalties well seeing that we don't make any money then i just say let it roll yeah Wait, I, I'm, I'm just curious the, I, the worst they're gonna say just take that down just... zero percent of zero is zero yeah that's true i just made that up but it is so, 0.0, 0. <laughs> equals zero Wow, so this Jack Sparrow, I'm Jack Sparrow. Um <laughs> Johnny Depp. Call him that in the trial. Did they call him that? Did they call him Jack Sparrow? <laughs> no, no, no. They Why not? Captain Jack like Sparrow. He's acting like an actor, a character on a child. But here's a, you know, here's well, because at a certain point he believed something that he's not, like he became the character. That's a little goofy. That, but that happens. Like like Marilyn Manson was just like uh, a dorky goth kid that had an angle. and Like, really? I'll make spooky music. But then he becomes the person. The character. Oh. He becomes the character. Yeah. Character. It, 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 over, it overtakes the person. Yes. And that's kind of when they when these people always get That's when trouble. they go sideways yeah. and the shit goes bad. Because yeah. you lose, you're losing touch with reality. There's still a psychological thing, though, that makes that. They're not okay. Yeah, you, you need a good eight hours sleep. <laughs> you need to eat your vegetables. Drink your water. Your yeah. Vita Vita get, a, get, get some exercise, you know. Or Flintstone vitamins are good. You know, I ben, like those. Benders aren't good for your mental health. <laughs> no, no, no. 
That's the exact opposite. Oh so here's here's let me just circle around with this and we'll move on or whatever. But so to hear the fact that here Johnny Depp, big time actor, mm-hmm. been in blockbuster movies. Cash poor. How the fuck's that happen? Spent too much money. Yeah, it's a, but you know you buy you buy like literally a castle in France. You buy an island. But you know what? That's, I mean, what do you think it costs to run an island? A lot of money. It, but what it goes? I, it, and and plus he had a business manager that's. That's what I was going to say. even still, look, he got twenty million for a film with points or whatever. Well, guess what? The agent right off the top's getting. 10, 15 percent. Yeah. Then he's got a business manager. And, you know, once everyone gets their 10, 15 percent, how much is he really getting? Is plus he getting 50%? He, plus he's got to get ta- taxed on all that. He's got to get blasted. Yeah. So, I mean, these guys can you you think you're going to be rich generationally. And this is where you have to be really savvy with your money. I was going to say, he's not balancing his checkbook. That's for sure. You have to be really savvy if you're one of these actor type characters because let's say what do you think he ended up with the end 50 percent of it maybe that he ultimately maybe maybe all right that's still a lot of scatterol oh yeah so at this point maybe go wow this is a lot of scatterol this is a lot of money what am i going to do with it maybe i should invest it i don't need a fucking island i don't need a castle maybe i buy myself a nice car and a, and a nice, really nice house, and that's about it. And then they probably just start, you know, they, they, the big bucks. They believe their hype. Oh, uh, this motherfucker's been spoiled for the last forty years. He, he's not going to settle for a nice house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's he's got yes people around him. He he lives yeah. in another world. He's got like theme music playing in his head at all times. Okay, I just I that's just go buy new. Nuts. I go buy a new caddy and be done with it. Yeah, yeah, I. I, I will say this, though, uh, because uh, I did uh, watch all three movies at the Fantastic Beasts, including the, like, the, including the new one in theaters. I will say this. I'm glad that they replaced him. Uh, they replaced him with uh, Mads Mikkelsen from the – he's the main bad guy from uh, Casino Royale. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy is a pretty good actor. He's a he's a really good villain, and he yeah. he did a really good job taking over Johnny Depp, and I think he did a better job. So, you, you know whether they had this trial trial or or not, like good thing that good thing Johnny Depp is gone from Fantastic Beasts. I'd rather have Mads Mikkelsen. He's a better bad guy. Wait, is this a whole separate movie series? Uh, okay, so basically Fantastic Beasts takes place before Harry Potter. It's People the prequel. a lot of that, aren't they now? Yeah, that's it's a, a prequel. That's, yeah, it's called prequel. Uh, BH, Before Harry. <laughs> yeah, Before Harry. BH. <laughs> Prince Harry or Harry Potter? Or Harry Styles. Oh, well, hey, Harry, Harry Styles is the man, by the way. Huh? I'm saying right here, right now, Harry Styles is the fucking man. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I I agree. He did a right. He's a guy that said, you know what? This boy band sucks. They're 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 fringing on my style. And he went out and did like real music. Who's Harry Style? He's 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 yeah, pearl necklace and a dress, and he's playing (laughs) farm ass music. It's like if David Bowie 
the whole band of Modest Mouse and uh, and Peter Gabriel had like a love baby. <laughs> <laughs> and and he's got such a tight band that plays Nail with them. on the head. They're he's fantastic. <laughs> His new album's awesome. Yeah. All right, yes. there you have I it. I just kind of streamed it a little bit. Hmm. Just throwing it out there. You'll know him when you hear him, Big Mike. Don't worry. We'll Maybe I won't know. Yeah, Here, I'll, I'll write after after show. I'll have a little treat for you. Oh. It's on the Howard Stern show. Fantastic. I like little treats. All right, so. Oh, it's a treat. So what else we got? Says Amber Turta, she drops a deuce. This well, is a treat. Uh, uh, this is a treat. All right, Wait, did she poop the bed or the yeah. toilet? No, no, the bed. Okay. What we're going to do right now is Casey's baseball minute. Let it rip. Okay, so one, I want to say congratulations, nice. Miguel Cabrera. You did it. You're part of the exclusive 3,000 Hit Club. You're the pride yes. of Venezuela. Yeah. All right, all right. That's uh, easy on that mic. All right, a couple other things. Anyone that was nervous about Anthony Rizzo for the Yankees, I was watching spring training. I thought he was going to be fine. He had his first three home run game for the Yankees. He's going to fit in just fine in that lineup. And maybe he'll teach a few of those guys, like, hey, sometimes on two strikes, choke up on the bat a little. It's going to help that lineup. Now, on the other side of the American League, if we go to the, the great white north of Minnesota, the Twins looking at the Yankees, kind of their arch nemesis. The Yankees don't know it, but the Twins think that's the case because when the Twins do make the playoffs, it's usually the Yankees that knock them out. So if you're the Twins, you're like, you know what? If you can't beat them, join them. So this last offseason, they signed a few Yankees. They got Urshela. They got Gary Sanchez. I don't think Gary Sanchez has played yet. I think he's been hurt. He's been hurt? He's been hurt. I think he's supposed. To, he's in rehab assignment right now. Oh, uh, yeah. But, but, you know, the Twins have been making a lot of moves. So this year, um, you know, everyone's on the, sh- the hot seat, you know, uh, for Rocco Bedelli. You know, so it's all in, all in for the Twins. Um MLB is facing a lawsuit against uh, – it's a class action lawsuit of a group of gamblers and bettors that lost money on DraftKings. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because the Major League Baseball commissioner said the Yankees had committed no wrongdoing and using technology to gain – an advantage against an opponent, which is illegal in Major League Baseball bylaws. And where it is, in fact, a letter was leaked this week that the investigative team found in 2015, 2016, the Yankees were the father. And they did, in fact, cheat. And the commissioner knew about it and lied about it. So um, there you go, baseball. Slow clap. I hate to end it this way this week. Um but, yeah, so the Yankees did cheat. So, you know, it takes one to know one. That's why they knew Houston was cheating because they're like, hey, that's our move. We we know what they're doing because that's our fucking move. Uh, so way to go, Manfred, to stick up for hey, the Yankees. Uh, you need to find – We just go from one shitty commissioner to another. I mean, this guy's yeah. even worse. Uh, he He's horrible. And that leads oh, yeah. to the next thing today, uh, which was – and I'm upset. The baseball man's supposed to be about the positive stuff about baseball. And I'll find something positive. However, 
Trevor Bauer, pitcher of the Los Angeles Dodgers. He's been on administrative leave for about a year now. It has to do with a, uh, a criminal charge of a sexual assault against a woman. Uh, in the investigation, the LAPD just kind of said there's nothing there. All right, so it's still controversial. Um, Major League Baseball has decided to suspend him for two years. His administrative leave that he was on does not count against the two years. So he has to be suspended from Major League Baseball for another two years. Oh, he's on contract for the Dodgers, a record contract. He he was at the time the highest paid player in all Major League Baseball. Oh, it's two years left on the contract. How convenient. Uh, he's also the same guy that's the most outspoken guy against baseball, saying the commissioner's no good, they're inconsistent ruling, uh, they have a shit baseball they put out there, and that other pitchers were using spiders. Oh, he's a real renegade. He's always been. He, he's been – look, he's a difficult guy to root for anyways. Yeah, and he's I'm very outspoken. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not a fan for him. However, I think Major League Baseball made a bad precedent when you had Ozuna, uh, you know, using his – wife's face is a everlast uh boxing glove or whatever mm. and um <laughs> oh my god and, 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 or a speed bag punching and, bag yeah. all right punching bag well he gets six months okay yeah well look if a punch is a punch and, and all things are equal has six months equal two years and so i don't know and, I don't know and what... his was now more alleged than you know proven C- correct now the wife dropped so, the charges, but it it doesn't matter because just like the yeah. NFL, they they have some morality clause. However, I think you're on a slippery slope now. The appeal process—I don't know how that's going to work with baseball because baseball is a monopoly; they can do whatever they want. However, you know, I think if Trevor wanted to take it to further litigation and sue baseball, I, I think he's definitely got a case of discrimination and. Uh, retribution that was made against him against uh, baseball. So, so on the positive, what baseball need is a true steward of the sport. Look no further than Casey. I could be your next commissioner of baseball. I'll protect it. I'm not going to worry about making it flashy or making more rule changes in the next three years and the last hundred years. Look, if you don't like baseball, tough shit. You're not going to like it if I change it anyways. Why am I going to change the sport for someone that doesn't like the sport and then ruin it for the people that love and cherish it? Just leave it alone. You don't like it? Follow another sport. Look, there's badminton. Hit that shuttlecock around. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Not one to judge. You just wanted to say shuttlecock. That's right. I'm Casey. Or the exciting world of pickleball. Yay. Yeah. Casey for yeah. commissioner. It has a good ring. That's right. So. I'll be in charge of hot dogs. What about a uh, hot dogs? What about hey? Speaking of hot dogs, what about found food? How about that? I sent an article out this week. Yes. See, I found a pretzel behind my couch once. That I don't know if that counts. I don't think it's old enough. Not old enough. Not old enough. So some folks were renovating their bathroom, Ew. and they removed a a uh, I don't know piece of tile it was uh, uh not sure sheetrock or sheetrock and behind it they found some McDonald's in a bag they found two hamburger wrappers and some french fries 
that had they theorized that have been there since 1959. They oh. the, the oh. house they live oh. in was built in 1959, and lo and behold, down the road in 1959, a brand new McDonald's opened up. How do you think that went down that day? Where did I put my burger? <laughs> no, where the fries? You ate the burger. You ate the burger. You just left the fries behind. First off, you know what? It, you know what it was. The house was built in '59, and the guy was the helper. He had forty like, cents. He got two cheeseburgers and a fry and a coke. He fucking took the wrappers and threw it over the sheetrock that wasn't done. And it's like he's like, yeah, who's gonna know? Oh shit! You solved the case. That, that's exactly what happened. That's, that's I solved the big caper. You did it. You solved so, it, honey. You solved the big caper. So now, oh, you had your Dick Tracy hat on. The uh, surprisingly, did you yes. see the picture of the French fries? They, yes. They're yes. surprisingly well preserved. Wait, they looked. They were fr- it wasn't just wrappers. No, they found French fries, leftover French fries in their bag. Oh, because there are that handful that fall out. No, there's a lot to to be said for that construction because that means no insects got to it or rodents. True. Yeah. That must have been somehow. Or they did and they they avoided it. No, that stuff's bad, dude. (laughs) Sweet Melissa, here's the picture. Here's the picture. There, here are the, here are the 1959 French fries. Holy shit. In the 1959 (laughs) bag. And with the 1959. That's a weird little guy. That's Speedy. He was one of their original oh. mascots. That's Speedy. Oh. He looks like Mr. Goodson. You've never seen him before? Oh, yeah, Speedy. That... So they've put the fries into a plastic container so that their children don't eat them by mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Wait, God. is they're going to be worth money? Someday? I, I I think this is it, it's like archaeology. It, it, it's 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 like finding dinosaur bones. Wow! So they found old McDonald's. So what again has been proven? And I like McDonald's. Don't get me wrong. This shit ain't good for you if it holds up like this over all those years. You can't digest it. But it's still so tasty and delicious. <laughs> So, so crazy. Rob and Grace Jones were the people who found it. I made the made fast food up. discovery. I think did, did anyone reach out to the uh, the uh, the eating history guys? Oh, they would probably fucking eat those nasty asshole. We fries. need to find like there's got to be a way to get in touch with those guys. You're like, hey, we need hey, to eat these fries. We need you to taste these fries, these sixty year old French fries. And then when you, you need a fucking that- seance, those guys are dead. And then when you're done, taste my nuts. Ah! So here's what was removed. <laughs> they were replacing a built-in toilet paper holder, requiring them to open a four by six inch section of the wall. I don't know. That's when they spotted a towel inside the wall, wrapping up something that the young parents initially feared. Wait, wait, did you see who who's in there? Grace Jones. Yeah, from uh, the she's like a Bond villain. So, choosing a view to a kill. So, Big Ed, so the, so the oh helper, my. your theory about the helper, he's like, <laughs> he took his McDonald's <laughs> leftovers, wrapped them in a towel or a 
uh, rag and said, whoop, right into the wall. He's like, that's stuck. This is a time capsule. No. He's like, this is insulation. (laughs) Then he took the hammer. Tat, 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 tat. (laughs) Oh, you only pay me 85 cents an hour for this job. So he had to hide it quick. And then he got yelled at. And he had to leave. I'm surprised he didn't pull the old amber turd and drop one, drop a dish in the <laughs> toilet tank and shut the lid. <laughs> hey, we didn't figure out why the towel was there. Yeah, he was hiding it. And we might have wiped his booty. Yeah, I don't think it goes through you that quick. <laughs> Very interesting, but I call bullshit. About? I don't know. It seems strange. No, there's other... Well, okay, so this article prompted me to then do a Google search. Uh, McDonald's now and then. What did a hamburger look like in 1959? What did the fries look like in 1959? So anyways, that got me onto other articles of people who have saved McDonald's in a more current era, like in the last 20 years. Yep. And the shit doesn't go bad. No, neither do Twinkies. You know, in Cleveland, we put a Twinkie in in the top of the hangar, one of the rafters. And And, an express jet closed. It it was still there. We put that up there in like 2001. Express jet closed. Yeah, that's our shop foreman. What are you doing up there? Uh... No, no, hell <laughs> no! They just left. They just left it there. Still in the wrapper or out of the wrapper? No, no, in the wrapper. Okay. So there you go. That was the archaeology, archaeology, archaeological, archaeological. There we go. Thanks. That's a tough one. I should have stayed for my SATs. Yeah, I didn't. Mm-hmm. Here's hey, su- hey Subway, you, you gonna hang around for a little bit? Absolutely. Okay, because we have. I a- have a good big Ed story for uh, Duke okay. Boy the night before the SAT. Because <laughs> uh, we got a, we got another big story we want to cover, but however, it's that time. Oh no, that'll be another time. No, no, no. I mean, right now. Big Ed's, big Ed's rock and roll retrospective. retrospective. Uh, you know, I just took this off the pr- hot off the presses. Supergroups, okay. Peck, Bogart, and Apathy, self-titled, nineteen seventy-three. A supergroup with guitarist Jeff Beck, Yardbirds, and solo work, bassist Tim Bogart, and drummer Carmine Apathy, both formerly with Vanilla Fudge and Cactus. Released in nineteen seventy-three. Produced by Don Nix, one of the more obscure figures in Southern Soul and Rock. He is a key figure in several genres of Southern Rock, uh, Soul, R&B, and the Blues, and uh, Memphis Sound. The only, one, the only info I could find in this album in sales is that it, they said it sold very solid in 1973. First uh, big advertisement on the TV in 73, which was never done for any kind of album. And uh, made it to number 12 on the Billboard charts in 73. Beck, Bogart, and Apsey are Jeff Beck on guitar vocals and lead vocals on the first track. Tim Bogart, bass. 
Ogle, lead vocals on tracks four, six, and seven, and Carmen Apice, drums, vocals, lead vocals on tracks two, three, five, eight, and nine. Now, if any of you guys know anything about Jeff Beck, he's not known to be a singer, but he's like a guitar virtuoso. Uh, also backing them, they had help from Jimmy Greenspoon, uh, piano, and uh, Danny Hamilton, uh, Danny Hutton, backing vocals. Both these guys are from Free Dog Night and were were uh, vocalists. And then Dwayne Hutchins played the Mellotron. So you get nine songs, thirty six minutes fifty seven seconds. The opener, Black Cat Boat. You could see why these these three guys were uh, why Bogart and Apathy were forcing Vanilla Fudge, and they keep Beck afloat with with his slide guitar. And how about Jeff Beck's vocals? I never knew he could sing. The next track is Lady. It's one of my favorites and love Apathy's vocals. Bogart really playing a fast, smooth groove in a John Entwistle-like style and it has to be heard to be appreciated. I really like this song and a great little jam session with this power trio. Next song, Oh To Love You, is a ballad with a sprinkle of funk in it, with Apathy on vocals and some cool harmonies from the Three Dog Night Boys. I saw a track, but not what I wanted to hear from these guys. Superstition uh, is a Stevie Wonder remake. Uh, this song originally was going to be wrote for, for this group. And then uh, once uh, Barry Gordy heard it, he said, no, nah, it's not going to happen. This is going to be a hit. And it made and it, Stevie Wonder wound up recording it. And yes, it was a monster hit. It left the guys to arrange it in an and then non-R&B fashion, and I would say they did it well. Bogart sang this and nailed it, and of course you can never go wrong with the Three Dog Night Boys on backing vocals. Sweet Sweet Surrender, another ballad, more of a country rock tune, which I believe Big Mike would like. Apsy on lead vocals, and a little help from Jimmy Greenspoon on piano, and Beck laying down a cool, crisp lead. Makes this a palatable ballad. Why Should I Care? Uh, a Bogart taking lead vocals and bangs out this simple traditional rock song. Apsy with his rifle, quick fills, keep you tapping your foot, and then boom it over. Boom, it's over. My bad. Lose Myself has a very hard Motown sound that I did not like at first, but once I started really listening, I really appreciated the bass line and the jam in the middle of the song. Good job by Bogart on vocals. Living Alone, Apsy picks up the vocal duties, and the boys from Three Dog Night provide the backing vocals and harmonized really well with Apathy. This is another track where all three are showcasing their prowesses on their respected instruments. I'm So Proud is a Curtis Mayfield song. And well, it's another ballad. You know how I feel about those. I've heard enough ballads in this 36 minutes. I gave this a big head two and a half stars. I think overall this was a good album, maybe a little late to the supergroup boom of the late 60s. Maybe this comes out of a 1969 and it's a bigger impact would have been made, possibly one less ballad, and they had a rocker-type song. You have yourself uh, a hit album. I did not know what to expect when I listened to this. I like it when I listen to something that is 20 to 50 years old, and I'm pleasantly surprised. And as long as I'm Big Ed, I will keep looking for these lost treasures. The Duke boy of Nesquad was too narrow-minded and would not fit in with his agenda of driving his generally through fences, across football fields and jumping railroad tracks. I'm Big Ed. Listen and enjoy. Very good. Did you guys listen to this? I did. 
Uh, this week I did not because of my condensed schedule with getting back from my trip. You know, the thing that always amazes me is, you know, even now, like people will talk about Clapton or Hendricks or like, even like younger, uh, like say younger people, like my age, maybe younger, no one ever mentions Jeff Beck anymore. And the guy was just fucking phenomenal guitar player. Yeah. He's like the Satriani of the 60s, 70s. And he's still, he's still playing today. Yeah. That's a, that's a great way to describe him. I mean, um, you know, he, uh, yeah, I, something like that. And he kind of he bounced around. He had that Jeff Beck group. That's I, I, what I was just about to ask. I heard him the other day. Uh, Jeff Beck? Yeah. Oh, okay. I Here's think... the, one of the original Yardbirds. Yes, he was in the Yardbirds, which, you know, I mean, quite a few people came through there. Um, yeah. I did not realize I knew a song off this album. I thought it was like another band. Um, but the second track, Lady must have been the single because i've heard that before it wasn't um, it wasn't a bad album i just think it, the mix was I, I don't know i expected so, there were three ballads two of them i, I could deal with the last one i'm like All right, yeah. that's enough the curtis but mayfield the stuff that rocked really rocked yeah there was well, a song uh, i know big mike would have liked it was like a really a country rock song I mean, uh, they, gonna... they showed the diversity. You know, they did a little funk. They did some rock. They did uh, even like a yeah, Motownish they... type of sound. I mean, yeah, the, the their their version of the superstition was pretty interesting. Um, Black Hat Moon's a fun song. I, I did not know that track. Stevie Wonder was writing it for those guys, though. Yeah, that's kind of wild, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it came out in 73, which is the same, uh, I think, that album with uh, Stevie Wonder was uh, Songs in the Key of Life, I think it was called. Yeah, 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 yeah. I believe you're which right. Which was what? Monster. That was a multi-platinum. You know, that just sent him in the stratosphere. Well, he when he did that album, he did – actually, there's a great video on YouTube. He goes and plays on Sesame Street. I'm like – Dude, this is too much for these kids. These kids are like headbanging. It's insane. And he just go he go, he just goes on like a four minute keyboard solo, and you have like these kids losing their mind <laughs> on, on Sesame on Street. On Sesame Street, I'm like, what the hell is going on? So like, this is too heavy for Sesame Street. It's great. Seriously, look it up on YouTube. It's if it does not bring a smile to your face, you've got a cold, cold heart, folks. You know what brings a smile to my face? What's that, Roosevelt? Roosevelt Franklin. Uh, who, who, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just you, t- just look on YouTube for Roosevelt Franklin. He's uh, we've a covered short-lived character. Uh, yeah, on Sesame Street. He's my we, favorite. Because co- I'm still, you know, I have a bit in the back of my head. That was yours, and now it's mine. Because he was like, "That's there, <laughs> and that is this." So like that was oh, yours, really? and now it's mine. Yeah, like this and that. Yeah, that's exactly who is a yeah, player. Yeah. That's what you call a parody. Well, they, they, you know what? I mean, overall, they, I mean, this is a fun. Um, I, I I like this. I I never yeah, really. Yeah, it's a good listen. Well, I wouldn't have ventured out when you sent it. I was like, huh? I, I never even heard of it. I didn't. You know, I know Jeff Beck kind of jumped around. I. Uh, I didn't know, um, 
know, kind of what to expect. But I enjoyed it. So, um, you know, as far as the super groups. So Go look is- up super groups in the 70s. There are a lot of people trying to recreate that cream. Right. Sure, sure. I could see this is like, well, you know, that's kind of what I thought. I, honestly, I thought the song Lady was always a cream song. No. I, I, for some reason, I was like, oh, that's uh, I, I always thought that was a cream song. I didn't realize it was actually, you know, Beck Bogle. I did not know that Carmine Apsey sang. He's a drummer. You know, that's odd. Yeah. There's anything wrong with it. You know, Don Henley sang, Phil Collins. Yeah. Not too many. It's hard to sing and play drums because it's two different. It's uh, too much to focus on. Yeah. Speaking of Phil Collins, have, have you seen him on? Uh, he, looks he looks so terrible. Sad. He looks horrible. Rougher than a night yeah, in church. Rougher than a night in church. Isn't isn't he like retiring or something? Yeah, uh, I think he's done. Big Ed, what well, do we got? Yeah, now? he's retiring because yeah, he yeah, can't. He's he he can't. Um, I how old is he? Is he in his? He's got to be in the seventies. Yeah, he's got to be seventies. But I don't think very high seventies. Like like Big Ed, what do you, what do we got next next week as for for a super group if we were gonna do some homework ahead of time or is it undecided? Uh, it's undecided. I had a, I actually had a busy week. Uh, it's mm-hmm. gonna be something from the eighties. So uh, do you know if you look at the 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 super groups from the seventies, Bad Company was a super group. They really? wound up uh, six albums, ten years being together. Yeah, um, I didn't realize they were a super group. Yeah, uh, ten well, CC. And uh, what, oh, uh, he was in. Um, Paul Rogers was in Free, and there's a couple Free, other guys that did something. The Voice that, that are in that group. Paul Rogers, here's the Voice. Yeah. I would like to receive the homework assignment when it comes out. I will pass it on to you. Thank you. Should do what, just what we are. We, you should do the We Are the World. That's I mean the greatest supergroup album ever. That is. That's like everybody in music. Yeah. We are the world. Or you could do the Simpsons version where we're singing our sending our love all the way down the tunnel, or down the well, <laughs> down the well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I, maybe I could do it on the B sharps. <laughs> the B sharps. That's like one of the greatest episodes <laughs> ever. That is that is the best episode. That is definitely up there. <laughs> like if you write, if you get the Beatles, like they do so many great Beatles references in there. You're like, oh, it's it's, so good. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? We should watch that this week and then talk about it because it is a great episode. All right, I'll, I'll write a note. Yeah, definitely. I'll, I'll find a. Link and I think you know what else is a great one. It's kind of music related. Is uh, the flaming hey, mo? <laughs> Remember to drink yeah. the flaming mo. Aerosmith's playing it. Barney's like, you just throw on Aerosmith. You know, it's fucking hilarious. That's a great episode too. Have you seen that one there, uh, Slam? No, I have not. Yeah. yeah. I'm so someone I'm that it breaking down the B sharps, I can definitely do that. Someone at the Montecito was talking about efforts for family. I'm like, wait, wait, you're but t- you want to talk about efforts for family? Get over here. <laughs> it's two two guy, two two people. Really? Well, the, the oh, new yeah. show, I'm, get, I'm getting Sweet Melissa spun up so we can start watching season three that just premiered on HBO is Barry with uh, Bill Hader. 
It's fantastic. Yes, Bill Hader. Great, great dark comedy. Hmm. If that's your kind of thing. Which is not mine, but I still am really into it. Yeah, and you got. Have you watched Welcome you to the Flash fun? yet? Uh, we'll have to circle around. Do you I, 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 I've watched a little. I just wasn't into it. I'll just have to try it again. It's, I'll, I'll it's different, but you know what? There's just nothing on. Do you have to get through like a certain amount of episodes or does it mm. get better? I, I liked it. So I watched it. I know. If you don't like so it, his, well, his, his, his answer is no. I guess either you get it or you don't. There, there, are, co there are a couple of idiots that live in a small town. And they got nothing to do because they live in a small town with 1,500 people. Yeah, you know what? I feel like the people – oh, that's right. The, the people that wrote the show not only hate the Midwest, they, they don't even understand what Ohio is. Is that where it's supposed to take yeah, place? Yeah, it's supposed to be like – you know, yeah. because most – if you're outside of like Cincinnati, Dayton, uh, Columbus, you know, there's a couple cities, but it's a very rural state. Once you get out of the oh, – that's a hard <laughs> word. Right. Um, rural. rural, rural. Oh yeah, I've been to Timmy, my buddy Timmy from the army. He he's from Deschler. It's like, uh, oh yeah. I, I think there's less people in Deschler than there is in Flatch. Yeah, but just the the, like the, the accent don't pockets. don't ma yeah. match up. I'm like, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess if you're on the Kentucky border, perhaps. But you know, make fun of Kentucky. I don't Kentuckians. know. Kentuckians. Hmm. Yeah, they did have very strange accents. Yeah. Well, maybe they were. I lived in Ohio for seven years. I don't mind them making fun of it. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> hey, now, Big Ed, I, I, I have a, a gift you sent us. I haven't shown Big Mike, and I was going to show him. This is going to be part of our assignment down the road. Not yet. Okay. But for future, for folks, if you want to take notes at home, what we will be uh, looking at for uh, rock and roll retrospective, we have the album Deep Purple Burn. Oh, that's, how about that? That's got David Covendale hmm. on the mic. AKA, uh, Did you show Big Mike the albums? Uh, they're well, right here. Them out right now. They're, they're right here. We're, they're we all unique U in their own right. We got UFOs, Heavy Petting, which I believe they're a European band. With a there. monkey on the front cover uh -huh. and an attractive-looking lady. Uh -huh. Yes. Heavy Petting. With weird I think that's. I think that's 1971. All right. Uh, little country rock. Poco. Oh, Poco. Head over heels. Head over heels. Mm -hmm. Look who's Timmy. on the cover, though. Timothy Timmy. B. Schmidt. There yeah. he is, yeah. right in the center. Great head of hair. Pert mm -hmm. <laughs> Plus. <laughs> and then solo. I can't, Pete, Pete Townsend, Empty Glass. Yeah, the, decent solo like, album. Ooh. Okay. That seems very, very interesting yeah, Halo. and nice. Oh, yeah. I see. I know the opening track, Rough Boys, uh, which is a fun song. He looks like Ross on. Play. Yeah, I could see that. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that, well, when he's that age. Sure. Maybe he looks like Pete Townsend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So that's our albums. That's yes. our upcoming albums. So Fantastic. We, we, we'll listen to these ahead of time. We'll let him know, and then we review them together. Or he reviews them, and we just 
know what he's talking Fantastic. about. So that, that's going to be part of our community library. Yeah, very nice. So um, I picked those up while I was up in uh, Savannah what, uh, two weeks ago. Go to a record shop or an antique mall? You would like this. I sent you pictures. You never responded. There was some stuff yeah. there. You would have uh, creamed your pants over. I, I did see it. I did see the pictures. You caught me on a day. Where was I? I think I was out antiquing that day, a matter of fact. He's too busy cleaning his pants from creaming them. That's why he couldn't cream All he had to do is, all he had to do is, okay, yes or no. That's all. Sorry, Big Ed. Sorry. So what, what, give us a description of this place. It's it's kind of set up like a flea market, but it's all antiques. All right, like an antique mall. I think so. Okay, yeah. and like the, there's one guy that runs it, and he you know speaks for the vendor if they're not there, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's an antique mall. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's the, it was pretty are... cool. Well, that's cool. And I that, could have that, spent I could have spent all day just looking at the records they had. They were just well, so you many. know, those are great places to find albums. Places like that. You remember? Do you remember the name of the place? No, I could ask. Uh, ask oh, ask uh, Mama D. She's on. She knows. She's been there. I know she's been there with Rody a bunch of times. Oh, Phil Collins is Or at least said no to her a bunch of times when she asked her to I go with her. Paying attention. I was thinking 72. Start calling her Scoop. 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 Who? Oh, uh, she said it's in Springfield. Springfield? Let's Illinois? look it up. No, that's weird. We were just talking about <laughs> The Simpsons. <laughs> Man, I can't oh. wait to watch the B-Sharps episode. I'm already just, uh, just so happy thinking yeah. about it. <laughs> That's such they, a good they one. say they sing their final concert on top of Moe's. Yeah, <laughs> don't ruin it. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's only been out for twenty five years. Okay. Oh yeah. Like, spoiler, like alert. spoiler alert. Spoiler yeah. alert. Twenty five years later. Yeah. Homer. I think, I think, Homer is. I, uh, Homer I wears think, the fur coat. I think that season five, like season three and season five, collectively were the best Simpsons seasons. I mean, especially season three. I mean, they had the monorail. The monorail episodes might be the best episode. And they he's doing a tour for uh, Marge and showing her around the monorail. And he opens a closet and you're like, and they call this one Bitey. And it's a possum. Yeah. And like hissing at him. I think I remember that one. <laughs> it's so There's great. a great one. So he, he's, he's, uh, his love affair with the, uh, the hero. He yeah. wants to throw it out. <laughs> oh no no! How about when he had the uh, uh, Mr. Plowster? I mean, no no no! How about he had the pet lobster and he was gonna take yeah. take a bath with it and it like cooked it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's crying <laughs> as he's eating it. He's dipping in the butter. He's crying. Yeah, it's pretty morbid. Hey, and then when anytime he goes in his closet, you always see the Mr. Plow jacket. You ever notice that? Oh yeah, Mr. Plow. Yeah, yeah. Easy pickings. Easy pickings on Laurel Street. That's the place. I just found it. Oh, there we go. There we go. The there wonders of the interweb. Yep. 
So, oh, uh, big news this week. Uh, one, you can find us on Twitter at Beer Seats. And when I say Twitter, I mean Elon Musk's Twitter. Because he bought it just for $44 billion, a.k.a., hey, everyone, do you have any loose change in your couch? Elon did, and he bought Twitter. <laughs> he Is did. It different He's got a big couch. No? No, not so much. And the transaction is going to take months to complete because of the there's a lot of legal stuff you have to go through because what he's doing, he's got to buy out every shareholder. So they had to agree to a price and it was like 53 something dollars a share somewhere in that neighborhood. And you know, who owns it now? Who who it's is publicly traded? Publicly traded. Company. Publicly traded. So he's now buying a publicly traded company. He's so all he's the he's basically buying all the stock. Okay. And converting the company. Private. Why would one do that? Uh, so the company Twitter's not beholden to stockholders, and they're just beholden to themselves. Which beholden is, to Elon. So I mean, well, think about it. Like in journalism, all all those newspapers were independently owned you know when they're owned by a corporation they're well they're they're more worried about we need to profit sure Uh, then report the news sure now you know most people that are like really getting their shit in a twist are people that don't even use twitter anyways so like it's not even gonna bother you there are people at work they're they're all worried about i'm like do you use twitter no then why the fuck are we talking about this? Seriously. Like, yeah, if you don't I use care Twitter, less. it doesn't even yeah. affect you. I well, still say... you do use it? I don't think it's do going to affect it? you. Listen, yeah. I, so I, what? There's no effect. Listen, Twitter has its purpose. I was riding on a bus and I was watching the revolution in Egypt that was blacked out to the world when Mubarak was overthrown. No one in the world knew what was going on. Facebook and every other social media... Uh, site was blocked by Egypt. Really? Egypt didn't understand what Twitter was. Twitter mm. had a foothold in the Egyptian culture, and they were able to get that news out live to the world. Al Jazeera set up cameras in these hotels and risked life and limb to Wait, get the news that? in 2011. Wow. Yeah. This is uh, at the beginning of what was called the Spring Air, and you had a yeah. lot of turmoil and uprising all through North Africa and in the Middle East. Right. But Twitter allowed people to disseminate and get live information as it happened. Now, there's a lot of snarky bullshit that goes on on Twitter, but there's still a lot of uh, uses for good. It happens on every social platform. So, Didn't Twitter have that one video social media thing probably around 2011 or before? I I always forget what it was called, and I watched – the, the trash can bomber thing in New Jersey, New York. Well, t- Twitter's just 144 characters. and no-, no, 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 I know, but I think Twitter at the time owned a company that was more based on videos. I don't even know if it's out anymore. No, no. no. You're probably thinking yeah. of Vine. No, no, no. No, no, we've had this or discussion. Vimeo or something like that. No, tw- Twitter didn't own any other company. Twitter's always been just Twitter. I think they owned it. I, I don't think so. Uh, well, Vine used to be like one of the best uh, apps to use, like literally. And then, well, that's where uh, the the Lo- the Logan. That's where Lo- the Logans came from. They they were they were had followers the, from Vine, and then that carried over to yeah, the creating Log- YouTube channels. 
Yeah, the Logans. Yeah, Jake Logan and Paul Logan. Yeah. They they were both big on Vine. That's where a lot of the yeah. early or you know when um, a lot of the people have a lot of success on YouTube came from Vine. Because I want to say, I think Facebook bought it and then just killed it. Yeah, and then now we have uh, uh, Tiki Talk, which uh, is worse than what it is uh, back then. Uh, cor- correct. Yeah. I don't know. It's um. I know the 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 apps are are far surpassed me now. On uh, I'm fine with Twitter. Just gonna yeah. Just put my little flag down there and just stay there. It works. It's not for everyone, but I've I've had a lot more interesting interactions on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. You make it. You make it what it is. You know, with forty four billion dollars. Elon Musk could have bought the entire NHL. Like he could literally own all and all thirty-two NHL teams with forty-four billion. He could. He could have. He don't like sports. sports. Yeah, he don't. He don't like he likes, about sports. He likes. But, he likes controversy. So he got just what. Well, yeah. Periscope. It, it, it was owned by Twitter. Oh, Periscope. Oh, well, I don't know. Someone bought. Periscope and killed it. But it was awesome because people would just post live videos and that's all it was. Yeah. So when you couldn't find things on the news, I was like, screw the news. I don't want to hear them. I just want to see what's happening. And that's all it was, was live video happening then. All right. Sorry, continue. Okay. Well. That's it. Yes, that's it, huh? Oh, no, I ruined it. No, you didn't ruin it. So, gang, so ends another Friday night with your warm beer and cheap seats family. We're going to leave you with a little ditty. Can I leave you with a little thing I saw about Elon? Sure. Elon's Twitter is going to block people who call cement concrete or vice versa. I thought that was pretty funny because I had just recently looked at (laughs) it. Well, Tom Brady keeps uh, tweeting him to please take down his uh, his uh, co- uh, his combine photo from That's you know right. before his draft. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. It's still there. It's still there. Can't he can't he can't buy that photo away. <laughs> can't scrub the internet that well. Yeah. But. Well, uh, if you guys have any questions, concerns, comments, emotional outbursts, you can always email us at the show at warmbeerandcheapseats.com. Or or you can uh, reach us on Elon Musk's Twitter Mm -hmm. at Beer Seats. Mm -hmm. I want to thank the Subway Slam future Tony winner for joining us tonight. Uh, No no problem. Uh, I want to also apologize to the Philadelphia 76ers for doubting them in the NBA playoffs so far. Um, I thought they were. Yeah, I, they I were heard they were really ex- pissed. Yeah, I, I, I thought they were first on the exits. And uh, uh, looks like the Raptors technically suck. But Embiid hey, I, just got hurt. Hey, I, I just, just got, got hurt. I just got a text from Embiid. He said, get, get his name out of your mouth. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Well, 
he just well, I just read some news that he has a concussion right now. So oh, uh, get well, Joel. Get well, get well, Joel. Uh, well. Joel. Well, I don't Joel. know how long. I don't know when he'll be back. So I just got a text from the Nib janitor at the janitor from the Nib Elementary, and he said uh, Billy likes chocolate milk. Very important. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just, hey, I just got. He said he was going to tweet it. I'm like, don't bother. Just text me it. I just, I just got a text from Amber Heard's uh, mate. She said, can you believe this bitch just upper-deckered this place? <laughs> By the way, listeners, Casey's actually looking at his phone reading these texts. Well, yeah, they're texts. I want to it's, make it's that live. up. It's live. It's real. I'm just make that up. Yeah, yeah it's no, I'm doing the same. Yeah. Me too. So good. All right, thank you, everyone, for joining the show. Uh, any final words before we dip out? and Have a great weekend. Enjoy our mystery song. And uh, that's it. Listen to more music.